We spend so much money on everything but ourselves all of the time. Like, Andrew, Andy Fuel Source over here spending money on McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and Chipotle all in one day. Let's spend this money just a little more wisely. Invest in yourself. Invest in that passion project. Invest in your dreams. You are spot on, dude. We do not invest in ourselves enough. That's why we partnered up with Visionary Manufacturing. That's right. Visionary Manufacturing, a one-stop shop, custom products company dedicated on delivering a quality product to help you grow your brand. They are committed to help turn that brand, that passion project, that dream into a reality. Simple as that. We just bought these simple, nice Bella Canvas soft ocean blue tees for a great price and a beautiful turnaround. Absolutely. And if you want to invest in your dreams, like us wild the average guys, hit us up at backpocket at visionarymfg.com. That's B-A-C-K-P-O-C-K-E-T at visionarymfg.com. And we'll create a custom package just for you. Welcome to the Marketing Intern Spotlight. A marketing intern is a listener who's spreading our message authentically. Hear their story, their passion, and their journey. Enjoy. Josh Parks, welcome to the Back Pocket Podcast. How are you doing today? Great, man. I've been, what is this? I think I've been waiting like three months. Three months to get on. Now I'm finally here. We had a little break with the off season. I'm glad. And uh, we're fired up to have you on, man. I can't wait. Dude, the uh, I think we were you were giving me a haircut back in like November when we were talking about yes, all this. Yeah, that's when it was. That's like my favorite thing to do is getting cuts from Ghost Cuts. You've just been <laughs> hustling from every angle. How long have you been running Ghost Fit now? Um, Ghost Fit is about a year and a half old now. We started on the thirty first of August in two thousand seventeen. Nice, dude. Oh my god. So yeah, let's let's back up here for a sec. Yeah. Let's give some background, some context. So, um, Josh Parks, running back for St. Thomas. But he's not just that. He's the owner of Ghost Fit, Ghost Cuts, Ghost Cuts. all kinds of good stuff. So, yeah, let's let's just kind of unpack your story, maybe like right when you get into college, a couple years back, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Um. So, really how Ghost Fit started and kind of like how all this accumulated was actually started in high school. So, in 10th grade, my brother started calling me Ghost playing football. Um, how he got the name, I'm not quite sure. Um. So anyways, graduate high school, going to college, and I ended up going to two different colleges before I came to St. Thomas. I think we can get into that a little bit later. Um, Which two colleges? I went to the University of Minnesota um, originally, and then I went to St. John's. (laughs) You probably don't like to hear that one. For about two weeks. um, That's right. Went for fall camp, and then I was like, ah, this isn't for me. So came back, went went to the University of Minnesota again. Um, and at that time, my roommate was Jacques Para, and he ended up transferring to St. Thomas. So he's like, yo, you should talk to Coach Crusoe. Great, great dude, great system over there. And at that time, I wasn't playing football anymore. I had quit, um, and I talked to Crusoe, and a month later, you know, I was on the team and, you know, getting ready for fall camp again. And, you know, the opportunity to start Ghost Fit happened, and then it started cutting people's hair in the locker room. And, I don't know, it just kind of took off. It, it, it wasn't one of those things that I expected to you know, do to make money or anything like that. I was just cutting my own hair, you know, and someone asked me, he's like, oh, can you cut my hair? And I'm like, sure. So I was cutting like a, a head a week, and now it's like 15 to 20 a week, man. It's nuts. Wow. Yeah. So let's go right into uh, football and then ghost fit. Yeah. So what was the correlation between, you know, trying to create this athletic brand 
um, and using kind of like the football um, background into it. Right. No, it goes pretty deep. Let, let me let me dive in a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> obviously, you know, Ghost Fit. You know, the first part of Ghost Fit is Ghost. That's you know the nickname that my brother gave me. I mean, then fitness, that's just been something that I've always been, you know, attracted to. I think it started with football, getting ready for football, you know, so you'd get into the gym, you know, do all your workouts and stuff. But then it got to a point where I was like, I just like doing this by myself. Like, I like doing it on my own um, without football, without training for something. I just enjoy lifting, working out. <clears throat> and then, like I said, so I went to the University of Minnesota my first year, and I ended up quitting after six months of it. And, like, yo, when I tell you, like, this was, like, one of the hardest situations, it was pretty bad for me. So, think of, at the time, I was, like, one of the first people to ever go Division One from my high school. Um, I'm on my high horse. I'm feeling great. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go play for the Gophers. You know, I've been watching them all my life. Um, and then they ended up switching my position in spring ball from running back to DB. And this is after your freshman year. Or did you report to camp early? Yeah, so this was, so I graduated in the summer 2014, and this is the... So you played running back freshman year. Correct. Yep. So spring of 2015. Gotcha. And so I end up quitting, and I'm like, damn, what am I going to do? Like, I had no idea what I was going to do. Literally, like, from third grade to now, like, football has been my life. So it got real bad. You know, I'm talking about, I like I said, I ended up going to St. John's, and I came back that next year. And I was just a student at the University of Minnesota. And um, at that point, I think I only took like three classes. I dropped out of the rest of them, um, started getting anxiety, depression. I was like on pills and stuff because not not like drug pills, like to prescription. Pills, yeah, to help with anxiety. Yeah. And um, dude, I was like, what do what the fuck am I doing right now? Like I had no idea what I was doing. I came from high school, having so much fun in football to I'm not playing football anymore, not getting out of bed, failed. So, I, like I said, I took those three classes, and I dropped the rest of them, and I got Ds in all of them. Damn. Like, dude, I was like, I'm lost at this point. So I was like, all right, I need to figure out, like, how to get my shit back together. So Tony Robbins, are you guys familiar with who yep. that was? Oh, yeah. So he, you know, I started listening to a lot of him. My grandma, um, she lives in California, and she talks about him all the time. And she didn't realize I was going through, like, all this stuff at the time, I don't think. And she's like, yo, you need to listen to Tony Robbins. He's a great businessman. So I start listen to, listening to him, and he always talks about, like, raise your standards. And, like, what that meant to me was, you know, expect more from yourself, expect more from other people, add value to other people's lives. And now, so connecting that to GhostFit, um, that's kind of like the thing that got me out of the place where I was at. And so that's why our slogan is raise your standards, because it allowed it allowed me to be in the dark and then get out of there right it, it it gave me that perspective of dude like you got you can keep moving it doesn't have to just be football it doesn't have to just be lifting like there's other things that should and will make you happy um so that's kind of like how that all started you know wow. it went from football to ghost to um raise your standards like everything just kind of accumulated and mm-hmm. i was like guys i need to put this together i need to help more people that were in my situation and did you start this kind of culmination of ghost fit prior to coming to St. Thomas or was it kind of like mixture of at the same time you coming to St. Thomas and ghost fit uh, structure? Oh yeah. So it happened right after I came to St. Thomas. Um, so the reason why I decided to start a clothing company over anything else, cause I, I, I've always had like this entrepreneurship mindset. I didn't know what I wanted to start. You know, I was that kid in high school where it was like, 
me and my four friends, we'd sit around the table. Hey, what what business are we gonna start? How are we gonna get rich? Right, that that whole whole sort of deal. Um, I started a fitness page. This was like right when I started like getting my life back together. I want to say. Okay. Um, Josh Parks Fitness, dude. I remember it. Right. Yes. Exactly. And so I started that for like six to eight months. I forget how long I had it for. Um, and the company sent me the shirt, and it was like a thirty dollars shirt from this company from Canada. They still sell clothes. So I'm not going to say what company it is. Um, but I'm like, dude, this kind of sucks. <laughs> like, and I was all right. Like this shirt isn't that great. And my girlfriend at the time I was, you know, I was joking around with her. I'm like, I could make one that's better than this. She's like, do it then. And so literally like, that's the story. Like that's, that's the punchline right there. So I just did it. Um, Hell yeah. but like, it was so crazy because I had no I mean, even not right now, I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. At that time, we had $800, and my account was, like, negative 130 after, like, I bought everything. And I'm like, fuck, hopefully I make it. Hopefully this works out. <laughs> just got to sell hopefully. everything now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, no, it's just one of those things. You know, I feel like when I start something, I dive into it, and, um, you know, I just go for it. I, I feel like, I know, I heard Will Smith, he was talking about, you know, why I have a plan B. If you have a plan B, it's going to distract from plan A. So like, that's like literally how I live my life. Like I'm just gonna dive into it. If it doesn't work, I'll figure something out later. But as of right now, like this is what I'm doing. Ghost fits like what I'm doing, right? Yep. And that's how I went into it thinking. I mean, I'm so happy I did that. And I think one of the dopest things is how you have ghost cuts, yeah. and it's a funnel back in a ghost fit. Right. All that profit that you make there, um, you can put back into your t-shirts, and that's just another revenue stream to keep the money coming in. If if there's if it's slow with t-shirts then there's always going to be hair to cut. True. And that's very dope. true. Yeah. 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 That, um, like I said, it was, that was in fall camp of, was that 2017? Yeah. It was our, our senior year. Yeah. yeah. Doing it. Yeah. And so Malcolm Lawson, right? He was the first person that I cut. It was like week two, people's hair started getting scruffy, right? People just wanted to get the heck out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Malcolm's like, yo, I need a haircut. I need one bad. And I had brought my clippers. Luckily, luckily I brought my clippers to that fall camp. Um, because I wanted to cut my hair before pictures, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and yeah, so I started cutting Malcolm, and then who who else did I cut? I think I think it was Malcolm and someone else. And for the first like two three months, I was cutting like I said, like one to two people a week. Right. And I commute right, so I was making about forty fifty dollars a week. And I was like, nice, I, like that pays for gas now. Like now I don't have to worry about gas. I don't have to save money up just to pay for gas to get to school. Right. Um, but yeah, it's been crazy, man. Like I said, it's like 15 to 20 people a week now. Dang. So I've been, between classes, like any time that I have a chance to cut hair, like I love doing it. Are you still commuting too? Yeah. And then are you still cutting all the hair in like the school locker? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so uh, fortunately, Coach Crusoe, he's like, yeah, you can't cut in – our football locker room um because you know i don't want like all that hair and the mess in there so at first you know i was kind of bummed out i'm like where am i gonna cut then like i don't have a house down here i'm not just gonna go to everyone's house and cut you know that's gonna be a huge inconvenience so i was like okay let's go to the public locker room and at the time i didn't think anything of it but looking back at it over half the people i cut are people that come in and see me cutting and say hey can i get a haircut I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I had no idea. I didn't even think about the publicity that I would get from cutting where everyone goes to work or shower, and you know, after they get yep. done working out. So, 
It's a blessing in disguise, really. It's a genius business yeah. model. Genius. <laughs> it's it, the convenience factor. I mean, everyone's in college. No one wants to drive anywhere. It's the same price or cheaper than if you go to, you know, Great Clips or, you know, wherever people yeah. get their haircuts. And a better now. haircut. Right, yeah. 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 See? Mm-hmm. Dude, I love it, man. Have you been getting, like, really good at giving haircuts now that you've been doing it for so long? <laughs> um... I mean, I think I've been getting better, definitely. Because okay. how, I mean, like, how are your skills, like, how'd you get into haircutting? Like, not everyone just does that. Yeah, yeah, So, my brother actually started cutting my hair at first. Okay. Um, and he cut my hair ever since, like, fourth, fifth grade. And so, when I... How much I, older is he? He's you? 28. Okay. So, what's that, six years? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, fourth grade, he's got to be at least, like, a decent older, because yeah, yeah. you guys are young. <laughs> <laughs> Not in fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> fourth and a half, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so he ended up, he's, he was cutting my hair for, you know, from, you know, when I was young to, you know, before I graduated high school. And right when I graduated, he's like, yo, you can either, you know, go to a barber shop and get your hair cut, or you can learn to cut your own. So, you know, at that time, I had no money. I was like, you know, buy me a set and I'll start cutting my own hair. Right. So I start watching YouTube videos, um, how to cut my hair. And when I tell you that I messed my hair up so bad, like that's no exaggeration. I remember being at the U of M and we were, it was one of our morning workouts. And this is kind of like when I first got into campus. And one of um, the people that was like, you know, helping us out in the weight rooms, he comes up to me. He's like, you know, you can go somewhere better to get a haircut. Like, he thought I was going to a barber shop to get a haircut. And he was just telling me, like, yo, your barber is horrible. And someone on the team's like, no, coach. Like, he cuts his own hair. And, like, he came up to me. He's like, man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I'm telling you, like, it was – I had no business cutting my own hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it worked out in the end, right? I yeah. mean, now, now you got to start fine. somewhere. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, you know, they – they they want to be the best barber. They want to have the best podcast right away or the mm-hmm. best clothing line. But it's like the fun part about it is seeing how bad you were to where you are now. Yeah. Like if you just started great, like it wouldn't be that fun. Like that, that journey, that ride would not be as great as it really can be. Absolutely. I think, yeah, you bring up a great point. And I think people get like super anxious and overwhelmed and like set those expectations right away saying yeah. like they want to be the best fitness apparel company like lululemon or something like that and it and then when it doesn't work that first time they like give up or they just stop and it sucks but like you said the one of the best things and what andrew and i talk about all the time of like a lot of the comedic value that we provide as a podcast comes from the fact that like we were so bad at podcasting when we started (laughs) back in 2017 like horrible like we had all of our average qualities back then were just bad and so i love that you brought that up just saying like yeah, I was horrible cutting hair, and I was probably not very good at selling T-shirts. But you started it out, and now look where you're at. Right. You're these these fire ass golf fit. Dude, I love Freaking it, man. Thing. These things are amazing. They look great so on good. you. Something that's warming me up. It's a local brand known as Skyline Specs, a company committed to dominating the sandbox with us. Skyline Specs is a company all about roots because the roots of a tree is what determines its longevity and the roots of brands companies anything of like are how they succeed skyline specs looks to build community within your city through their incredible wooden engraved specs 
We've had pairs of these specs for over a year now. We even have a pair with the backpack at logo on it with the Minneapolis skyline. Having the representation of your city, your sandbox, is incredible. And we'd love to work with you. Visit their website at skylinespecs.com. And it comes back to raising your standards, right? Right, that same mantra you embodied in a ghost fit, and now you carry it on in your own life day to day. So let's go back into ghost fit and kind of unpack your growth model through clothing. Who, like, how did you learn to get that shirt that you wanted? So you saw that Canadian shirt, right? They sent to you, yep. and you're like, "This is not what I want. I got to create a better shirt." So what was that process like? Yeah, um, you know, it's just really finding what I wanted in a shirt. Um, and for me, the one thing that I don't like too much about especially about fitness clothes um is stuff with a ton of branding on it right because then you just feel like a walking billboard okay um so for me that was like the first step it was create something that looks nice kind of like a lifestyle shirt like where i can wear this you could wear that out if you wanted to or you could yeah. wear it in the gym you oh, know yeah. what i mean and that was like our main goal like i especially growing up i would always take like you know t-shirts and cut them right mm -hmm. and you know go go into the gym with them so it's like, how do I create something like that, but extremely nice? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I don't want to create something that you can only wear at the gym or you can only wear out. That's, that's not very beneficial, I don't think. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the hardest part about it, though, was like material. And it's, it's so weird, but there's like eight different kind of cottons you can get. There's, you know, there's different blends. And it's like, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you make something perfect in your eyes but really what it comes down to is just trial and error like when i look at the first shirts we created i'm like how did i think we could sell these <laughs> like why did anyone buy these mm -hmm. um was that the green one yeah the, um that kind of was a little bit baggier yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah um and it was just obviously you know it's just a regular you know cotton shirt mm -hmm. but like i said you know you go through you go through the different stages of you know prototyping and eventually you figure out what you like and you figure out what your um audience likes and you just kind of go from there. It's the feedback, really. I'd say that's that's a huge yeah. part of it. And I'm sure that you guys get that as well. It's yeah. like, you know, why are you guys uh, having your podcast the way it is now? I'm sure it's probably because a lot of feedback that you guys get as well. 100%. Yeah. Um, so that was that shirt that started and uh, that green one a little bit baggier. And did it come, like, talking to your suppliers or was it, like, just using a different supplier to get to the next shirt? I was kind of – I'm just curious on, like, the upgrading process. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so at first we went to, like, the East Coast and that's, like, where we got all of our shirts from. Just and, some dude out in the East Coast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, some um, guy. Yeah, so, some guy on the side of the street that was selling green shirts. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but w one thing that I really wanted to do, I, I follow Christian Guzman. I don't know if you know who that is. No, I don't He's, know. Have you ever heard of Elf Elite? Mm, Sam has. Yeah, Sam. I know who Sam is has. He Sam? works out. Um, yeah, so <laughs> basically basically he started a clothing line way back. I, I, he used to be – he used to work for Gymshark, right? He was like a. Athlete. I know Jim Shark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, know, anyways, he started like his kind of online, and I follow him on YouTube, and I saw that he was like creating his own dimensions, right? So, like the size of the arms, the length of it. And I was like, all right, that's kind of like the next level step, right? Gotcha. And um, I'm like, dude, how do I do that? So I was talking to my, our manufacturer out um, in Baltimore, and they're like, yeah, you can't do that here, like unless you order like five thousand pieces that you know 
because they 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 just create bulk orders, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So we end up getting in connection with a manufacturer overseas, and they're like, "Yeah, you guys can do whatever you want in terms of you know how you want the sizes, how you want the fit." So I was like, "Nice." So that's kind of where like the big upgrade came from. Okay. And the material, I mean, they have better material in the sense because it's it's a little bit pricier, um, but they just have more of it. They have more options to choose from. Sure. So. And did they send you a, a prototype to start, and you're kind of like, oh, yeah. I, I trust these guys now. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. No, it was sketchy though at first. I, yeah, it was. I bet. So I think what was it? I think I had to send them over like two thousand dollars the first time. Ooh. And I mean, you're just talking to these people, you know, over your cell phone. So it's like, I don't, yeah. I haven't seen these people. I don't know these people. And I remember thinking, if I don't get my apparel back, this is literally my entire business going down the drain. I sent them all the money that we had. Damn. It was like $2,000 wow. $2, at the time. Um, I think those bought like our, do you remember those gray long sleeves we had? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was for the gray long sleeves. And um, luckily, I mean, we got our stuff. So, I mean, it worked out in the end, but. Yeah, talk about taking a little risk. Talking about a leap of faith. Yeah, I a had to risk. Oh. I had to though because I, I I knew the potential in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, dude, if we get these, these are gonna be so nice. Yep. And I was like, well, what am I just gonna sit here then and just think back, you know, five years? What if I would have took that risk? So, the regret. Yeah. So we just did it. I mm-hmm. mean, at that point, it was it was either you know lose two thousand or what i mean i don't i don't know I, I i just had a vision i'm like this is if i do this my vision will come to life so all right i like that did you um was there ever an issue with like the quality of the product with going overseas or with any of the manufacturers you had or was it pretty like streamlined from the time you started yeah i mean there's always there's always going to be like a little bit of issues just in terms of like because everything's done by hand, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's sometimes, like, you know, we've had seams that have ripped a little bit, or we've had logos that were, like, a little bit off-centered. But those are the those are those instances where, you know, you have a good relationship with your manufacturer. And, yeah. like, I talk with our manufacturer almost every single day. Dang. So, like, I tell them, like, all right, this is what we need to fix next time. Like, this is what we need to do better so that, you know, we can fix this problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And typically they're not huge problems, right? They're professionals over there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's been it's been nuts. And when you receive those shirts that are just a little off, that's when you do a little uh, a little giveaway on social media. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Throw those ones yeah. out for free. Yeah, yeah. We we have seven shirts we're giving away. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dude, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Um, and I'm curious on the target market now. So yeah. you're hitting people in the gym, but also that want to wear this apparel out casually. Yeah. Um. How has that been trying to hit that market, and is it mainly in the Twin Cities? No, so, okay, so when we first started, yeah, it was in the Twin Cities, um, but so uh, there, there's a guy um, named Daniel Ocon that I work with. He's one of my business partners, and this man is a guru. Like, when it comes to um, marketing, like, he knows his stuff. So, like, with our ads and stuff, we're able to hit people. I'd say this year most of our sales are from out of state that's wow. incredible yeah all from like instagram ads and yeah things. instagram ads um stories um austin yoke and i we go live now i know you guys just had him yep. on yep. um so it's just different like sort of ways to um promote yourself and get yourself out there yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah so you know like you said um in terms of, like our target market the good thing about nowadays that i see at least especially on like social media and in person 
um the whole like lifestyle side like the less branding that's what a yeah. lot of people like mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. we found that out right away um when we had our first shirts we had yeah. the massive b on it yeah andrew will show you we had the massive b and it was like the shortened oh, down nice. logo yeah and these were like, the first ones now really, it's this and now it's this Small it's team. less it's yeah. less branding and, and people, people probably love that people huh? love yeah. it yeah and i think that's a great point is like people want to support your brand, but they don't like you said they don't want to be that walking billboard. Right. And like we would have never found that out unless we would have gone through the trial and error process and really just thrown it out there and said, "All right, we'll buy thirty shirts, see what happens." Right. Then we go do a photo shoot and do some crazy stuff or whatever, and you know get the feedback right away and then use that to learn. We didn't go right. and buy these new shirts right away. We stayed patient. We got in line when we got hooked up with our boys over at Visionary Manufacturing, which is like the one stop shop. You go to them. And then they can customize pretty much any type of apparel or custom clothing that you want. And then they give it right to you. And then that's that's pretty much what we did with these new shirts. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I love how you bring up the trial and error part. It's like, you know, I'd probably get asked two, three, four times a week, um, you know, if you had business advice, like, what would it be? And literally, it's, it's real simple. It's like, just start. Just like you can you can sit in books as long as you want <clears throat> and watch as many videos. But until it's really on you to make a decision you're never gonna know what to do so like that's just so dope that you brought that up thank you that's the instagram post right there yeah that's spot on because (laughs) legit it's so true and every single person we talk to that started a business or that's starting a career in some in some aspect started with taking action and just having trust Mm -hmm. and like i'm gonna fail but i'm gonna learn from it and i'm gonna be so dedicated that i'm gonna grow and that's spot on i'm so happy that we got to talk to you and hear the story because I didn't know. I just knew Ghost Fit and I knew you as a person, but I didn't know you prior to St. Thomas. Right. So unpacking like yeah. where you came from, from the U of M. Like I, I honestly just knew you as the guy that was at the U of M uh, running back there and then came to St. Thomas and, and was a damn good football player and started a sweet company. But I didn't know all the other stuff, right? right. The stuff where you, you had that struggle and you took that struggle and you raised your standards and you embodied that into a company. So these past 20 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever it's been, is just really cool to connect on that level. Yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun. I think another thing, too, is, like, the relatability aspect that Andrew and I really try and attack because, like you said, people are coming to you for business advice because they see GhostFit as, like, a very successful business or a business that's crushing it in some regard. And that's what they see. But they don't really see how it started. They don't see, you know, the the nitty-gritty or the failures, the trials and tribulations that – you had when you first started right. so like unpacking that story helps these other people that are watching these this podcast or are watching different tony robbins youtube videos to try and get started because the more relatable it is and you can see and we can look through uh the lens of josh parks from two years ago the more we can see what ghost fit is today Dude, no doubt mm-hmm. and and so a, a big part of ghost fit too and this kind of ties up ghost fit and ghost cuts a little bit so like i said so w- when i started cutting hair i was watching youtube probably five hours a day, like trying to figure out because I was, like I said, I was so bad. And, um, one of the guys that I came across, um, was Chris Basio. And I mean, now, like when I first watched him, I mean, he was just a YouTube barber. Um, and now he goes on like tours, like he went on like a six month tour yesterday in the United States and a couple other countries. Um, and I got into contact with him. Right. What? And so when we first, when we, when we first started ghost fit, and those those green shirts, I sent them. I sent him one of them, and you know he started wearing it for us. And you know we got a. <clears throat> he's from Florida, so we got a big you know customer base customer base in Florida. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just crazy how, you know, 
that was what was that a year and a half ago but i was watching him for like five years and to think like oh the person that basically taught me how to cut hair is now wearing our stuff like yeah. it's unbelievable man it's did, unbelievable did that come through just like a cold email just sending him something or was there yeah. what, what was that process uh, like? it's kind of funny actually so he was doing a live stream um he does live streams like every week and someone was like hey I created I created like a razor blade, a straight blade for you. Um, it's like custom made out of wood. He's like he's like, how do I send it to you? And so Chris, he's like, um, he pinned his email, and he's like, oh, here's my email. Um, you know, you can contact me, and then we you know we can figure out how to get it to me. And so I took his email and I wrote him like a page letter talking about who I was, who Ghostfit was, and I was like, basically like I just want you on the team. Like you helped me out so much. Like just not just in like cutting hair, but the one thing that I told him is he, he does like vlogish kind of videos and the way he talks to his employees is unbelievable. Like he just treats everyone to the greatest of standards. Right. And I'm like, man, like that helps me a lot in business. Like seeing the way that you interact and how they treat you, um, because how well you treat them. I'm like, man, I need you to be a part of this team. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then we just started talking. And, um, from that point, um, you know, we're talking, I'd say probably weekly and, you know, he's just giving me advice for ghost fit and haircuts and stuff like that. And I think it was last year, he ended up coming to Minneapolis part of his tour and he got me and my brother and, and, you know, we went there and met him and, um, talked to him for like a half hour, just about business and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and it was unbelievable. He's a great dude. That's incredible. Again, taking that leap of faith yeah. and just sending him something and, putting your value into it and it goes back to that tony robbins thing that you brought up in the beginning finding a way to provide value to the uh to another person and you did and they, they saw the honest transparent genuine work that you put into it and, the, and they it, the, the return came right through it it's awesome incredible i'm fed up with networking events and by no means is that a controversial thing to say at all but you know i'm i'm going out on a limb here and i'm trying to say that all I want to do is enjoy some beer and have some conversations. Is that too much to ask? Well, Zach, you could have said that a little bit better. But what he's trying to say is some of the best conversations, and more importantly, collaborations, that's what Lincoln Drink is all about, have those conversations with local hustlers, entrepreneurs, creatives, and people right here in the Twin Cities sandbox. Yes, and this will be the fourth of its kind. It's still in its nascency. Nascency, but boy, is it growing. We're stoked to have you. Remember this time and place. We'll give you some time. Grab some pen and paper. Write this down in your notes right now. Remember this. May 8th at Finnegan's Bruco. That's May 8th at Finnegan's Bruco. It's incredible. All right, I got a good question for mm -hmm. you. Um, Let me this one. It's a back pocket core question. It is not, it's going to be focusing more on you now. Average quality. You know the drill on this one. Average quality. This is something that you are, you know, good at sometimes, bad at other times. At the end of the day, your average it literally st sometimes stems from when you try something new, but it humbles you. So what would at your average quality be? Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about this and it really started after I started ghost fit. Um, and it's literally, it's, it's, it's completing one task by its lonesome. And let me, let me, let me kind of elaborate on this. So I'll be, say I have 20 emails, right? Mm -hmm. There's no way I can respond to all 20 emails in a row without doing anything else. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I'll do like five emails and I'll be like, oh, let me go check if there's any orders today. 
or like let me go you know do this or do that like i just can't i don't know what it is man like my mind just goes a thousand miles an hour like i feel like i always gotta you know rush and do stuff and yep. it's like dude just relax just just respond to the 20 emails take the take the 30 minutes to do that but i i don't know what it is man like i said and it's it's literally after i started the company before that like you know i could chill and relax but now it's just like go 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 <laughs> i i struggle with that exact same thing so much it, both of us because yeah. like something come we have and i i can see it perfectly right now of like you you're doing a task and you're like oh wait i just realized there's something else i need to be doing yeah. if i don't do it now i'm never gonna Dude, do that's it the thing. That's the thing. It's like... <laughs> i should just write it down and then finish what i'm doing and then look down my paper and be like oh now i need to do this Dude, i need to hire someone just to keep me on task i yeah. think i don't know <laughs> i don't know man that's what sam does for us yeah i need i need sam <laughs> sam do you want to join the team or what? <laughs> sam's a, sam's a uh, a gym junkie i'm 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 surprised you need, you need to get some ghost fit apparel sam yeah, yeah. what do you think about that 100 percent. oh man i should have i should have brought you a hoodie i would wrap that stuff man yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. Talk. yeah add that to another list of things to do right? yeah good stuff i yeah but i think to your point like i was doing this literally yesterday just going through um what i start doing is just writing reminders on my phone like say i want to do it right now but it's like i'm at work i can't just go and email all these people right yeah. now so i'll just set reminders but i'll but the problem is i set them all for the same time so at like six o'clock i'll get like eight uh, reminders like do this do this do this and i'm like okay this didn't really help anything this just <laughs> delayed it till now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unbelievable um and then now kind of the next question is that was your average quality but now you what's in your back pocket so this is a question that you know you've embodied this characteristic this habit this trait and you utilize it when times are tough and this is what josh parks takes on to overcome things yeah i think it's simply just perspective like when nice. you can put things into perspective you realize things usually aren't as good or as bad as you really think. Mm. And I mean, I don't know how people are going to take that, but I think it's so true. Like you talk about, like if, if I'm stressed out or whatever it may be, it's like, dude, things can be way worse than mm. what they are right now. Mm. And like, I ha I have that, you know, I have that sort of problem sometimes where, you know, you start overthinking things and it's like, dude, relax. Like things are, things are totally fine. But yeah, I, I think when you're able to put things into perspective, um, it allows your mind to be clear and it allows you to think about it from a rational standpoint. Mm -hmm. So I'd, I'd say that's what it would be. Was there like a timer when there was where you had to really enforce that perspective? Yeah. I mean, through business, but I, I'd say a, a big, a big time when I do it is during football games, mm -hmm. especially like, you know, so say after if I fumble in a game and I know that that may not seem like big to people, but like going back against St. John's this last year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, dude, like going into the end zone. Yeah, we're on the one yard line, right? And if we score, it's like a five point game with like nine minutes or something left. And I end up fumbling the ball, and they return it for a touchdown. And I'm like, I had two options: it's either lose my mind and like pout and just get upset, or just like relax. It's like, dude, I'm playing college football right now in front of 20,000 people, like, it can't get much better than this. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, and, and that, that obviously I was still upset. You know, I still knew that I did something wrong, but it's like, I can't freak out right now. I, I need to relax. I need to stay calm. Like we still got time left. Like that's when the, that's when that kind of perspective comes into play, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And if you can do it during those moments, you can take that yeah. on and put it into ghost fit and everyday right. life because 
that's a high stressful high intense in the moment type perspective so that's a great example and absolutely people can relate to that have there been other like I, I another question that we ask a lot of these football podcasts is like how have you used like the coach caruso isms or just playing football in general what lessons have you applied from that to like go fit in your own life now um i'd say accountability that's the biggest thing that i think i've learned from coach caruso um and i think one one way that he does it really well that i i like this i like this way because um you know it, like i said it, it puts everything into perspective so do you guys remember if you know when while we we're eating if someone was wearing a hat he would yell at the person sitting next to them to take it off yeah. and not yeah. the person that was actually wearing the hat yes and it's like do like that i like that i don't know why i like that one so much <laughs> but it's like you know it, it keeps you accountable yep and it makes you become self-aware to like your surroundings and the people that you care about yep that's a great example i always remember like mike alada was always on top of it i think when he ever he walked in the cafeteria and he knew like coach crusoe was not too far behind he'd have every single person like he held everyone accountable and i can just remember those people that were yeah. on top of it all the time dude there's some people i don't know how they do it but they can see like 300 yards away they're like take your hat off dude yeah. take it off <laughs> It's like, man, so good funny. thing good thing you're on the team. We would be mm -hmm. getting in a lot of trouble if it wasn't for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, but it's so funny how, like, that one simple thing of taking your hat yeah. off in a meeting, that can translate to the field of being accountable for some guy not forcing or doing his job, right? Like, it's crazy how there's a translation there, but it, and how it just starts as such a simple act and it can grow to something right. that literally impacts a game. Yep, 100%. It's incredible. Um, and the next question is – we are trying to grow in a sense of targeting more of people and their, like you like the feedback aspect. We want to get people on that other people want to see. So, Josh, yeah. who do you challenge us to get on a podcast? All right. So, this, this is who I'd say. Um, and this comes from an entrepreneurship perspective. Do you know who Dr. Professor Johnson is? I do mm. not. Is St. Thomas professor? Yes. Okay. So, he's, he's the entrepreneurship professor. And so, he had like Love Your Melon, like he taught them. Um, and he taught a couple other, you know, companies that, you know, are successful now, mm -hmm. but the man's story is insane. Like he went really? through like his childhood is real, real rough. Um, teenage years was rough college. I'm pretty sure he dropped out was like, he, he had some stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he started a few companies and this is a perfect guest. Yeah. Dude. What's he, his, what's his he, first name? Just so we can write it down. Uh, Paul, Paul, Dr. Paul Johnson. Yeah. Okay. But dude, the man, the man is a myth, and he's a freaking legend. <laughs> he's he's a good dude. I mean, he freaking I he he has to drink at least ten cups of coffee a day. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. That's sick. If I'm, you guys have him on, you guys like I'm. I'm listening to the thing four times. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he was your professor at uh, at St. Yep. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, dude. Well, that's well, having you on will be a great stepping stone for that. We're like, hey, we've had Josh on. He was a killer student of yours. Now, we dude, he would love either. to be on here. Yes. Right. And he'll talk for days. Okay. I, that's what I love about professors. And we yeah. haven't had professors on in a while just because we're not in school Gino. anymore. Oh, yeah, we had Gino on. Yeah. Um, thank you for correcting me there. Mm -hmm. But they are so good at talking and articulating their thoughts. Like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's so great. Yeah, it's dude, great. and the perspective the guy has, it's like, dude, you started three businesses. I mean, I don't want to talk about his story too much, but he started businesses and a ton of them failed. And it's like, he still he still has businesses. It's like most people would have quit after the first one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that tenacity. Same thing with Alex French too. Like 
that guy just started like three businesses and failed before he hit busy coffee and made it big. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. This will be so perfect. Awesome. That's a great guess. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. That's going to be huge. I'm going to write that one down for I sure. Can't, I can't wait to mm-hmm. listen. Any other questions, Deck? No, I'm good. All Final right. question. Yep. Last question is, uh, what did you learn today? So it's early. It's only yeah. 10 o'clock right now, but we frame it in a way. What did you learn from the moment you woke up to when we're having this conversation? So Josh, what you... from when I woke up or today, just, just today, today, man. today. Yeah. what do yep. you think? Okay. So this was at like, 12 30 this morning right Beautiful. and dude i'm a youtube fanatic and are you, you subscribed dude, to our page oh man you're gonna put me on the spot yeah, we'll get you on there we just need to yeah. get we we're, we're i will be today yeah. i will be today <laughs> right on we have 69 um, subscribers yeah not oh i can't add it then yeah, i know well, right? we have 71 <laughs> we have 71 now oh someone joined we had dang what? it i put it out on our story and we got like three subscribers that day dang power of instagram stories yeah but yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, so, we'll yeah, so I don't know if you guys know who this is, Bradley Martin. I know you. I know yeah. Sam knows who that is. Um, Sam should be behind the mic right now. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. do save on the mic. Okay, so basically he's another YouTube fitness guy, and um, what I learned is that this dude is too strong for his own good. He, I, I watched in this video yesterday. He was bench pressing. 225 in each arm like he was like the bar with the weights on both ends like two plates on each end of the bar with one arm and he was doing that with both arms like a like a dumbbell press but with barbells so what is that like four 440 a lot of weight 450 450 and yeah yeah that blows my mind Dude, I saw how it. does he balance that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. It's all I don't... back or what? Just like, is it flat bench or incline or flat bench? Like at first, at first I incline. I'm just asking. At first I looked at it and I'm like, okay, like that's it's cool. It's for YouTube, you know. So I just thought, you know, maybe it was like you know 135 on each side, which would still be extremely impressive. But then I saw it was 225. I'm like, wow, dude. Like, why are you this strong? Yeah. What what like what's your profession? It's it's not even. You don't need to be this freaking strong, man. That's that blows is... my mind. Yeah, what's the what's that bringing into your daily routine? He's just challenging himself. Yeah, and then he's yeah. also probably getting paid for all the monetization on YouTube. He's got to be on steroids, right? I don't know. What do you think? I, I don't know if he is. I don't know. I... He's 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 huge though. He's like six. Is Deca D ball three maybe? I feel like all six, those four. guys are on like like knockoff steroids. So yeah. It's like a loophole to steroids. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I think that's a slippery slope, okay. though. I feel like that's a slippery slope because, um, you know, saying that people are on steroids, I mean. Yeah, I don't want to put them on I the spot. Right. Like, that's just like, like inhumane. Right. That's strength. what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, it's also a good thing. You know, if you're not on steroids and people say that you're on steroids, I mean, you're doing something right then, you know? Yeah. yeah. If he's not, then, like, more power to him. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he was. Mm-hmm. Well, And we're asking for his own good. Like, I want this yeah. guy to have a long life. Oh, yeah. You know, if if he never benched 225 in each arm again, that's not a bad thing. You know, like, he did it. Say, I, yeah, I, I want you to have a long life. That's one of those one and done things. Like, yeah. you did it. Mark it off your bucket list. Like, yeah. S- stick with two-handed bench press if you're going to do that. Because that's. Hey, go on a run. When it gets nice outside, relax. Watch a movie. Relax. Why? Get out of the gym for a moment, dude. Yeah, just 
come on, have some gain some perspective. I yeah, think gain is. some perspective. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> Dude, he need, he need some ghost fit or something. Yeah, yeah that guy needs some ghost fit. <laughs> um, where can they find? Where can our audience find ghost fit? Ghostfitapparel.com. It's real easy, okay. real simple. Cool. Any social handles you want to plug? Yeah, so our Instagram is ghostfit clothing. Facebook <laughs> is ghostfit clothing. Um, but yeah, man, we post, I don't know, three, four days a week mm-hmm. nice. and we also do stuff. So like I said, we go live every Monday at 8 PM. Um, and so we go with Austin Yoakum. And for those that haven't watched the Austin Yoakum podcast, first of all, you should, because it's freaking amazing. Yep. Yeah. Um, but second of all, so he basically, he's a trainer. So we talk about, uh, fitness business. He owns Austin Yoakum strength. So, um, yeah, we just talk about kind of everything that him and I do and Sweet. we get our followers on there and, um, they ask questions, so it's, it's good. Sweet, bro. Beautiful, man. All right. Well, that's a wrap, Josh. Thank you so much for Dude, joining us. Thanks the for having pocket. me on. It's been awesome. Well, I've been hanging on the West Coast in my heart. Where I'm into from the start It's so much warmer than the secrets you've been holding in And don't you look at me sideways with those eyes Always acting like you ain't got the time I can't imagine trying to carry what you hold inside But ooh, you got a reason to sing And ooh, you're finally listening Cause you can't hold